o'clock class I used to work out with were always welcoming them. Oh, let's go play beach volleyball tonight, you know? So I got into that real quick and that then turned me to do that for others when they would come in. So it was kind of a, a chain effect um, that was really cool. And so now if I don't recognize someone, I just walk up and say, hey, is your first time or is, you know, usually it's time, you know? And it always sparks a conversation. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Howdy, I'm Cameron Blackwood. Um, been at BoomFit here, I guess coming up on a year and a half and uh, it's been good. We back to College Station about two years ago, a little over two years ago and uh, pretty much my, my go-to is just, I like the, the slogan, uh, Family Faith Fitness, that kind of fits how I am um, in different orders. You know, yeah, man. Everybody else. But, no, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I just like being Low-key, yeah. that's why I moved back to College Station out of Houston. Yeah, Cameron, dude, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Yes, um, you are kind of one of our, I would call it like our COVID members, right? right. Like you came right before. The week before COVID. I finished. The week before we closed, I started my six-week challenge. Yeah, which is just, you know, thinking back to that time is just wild. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what year are you? You're a and right? Yes. So when did you graduate? Graduated in 2016. So you said you came back. Mm-hmm. So um, where did you go after college? After college, we went back home for six months. The Hurricane Harvey hit my parents' house where I lived. In and, Houston? In Houston. Yeah. And they were moving to a garage apartment. And I was like, I'm not living with my parents in a garage apartment. And so y'all's house flooded. Right. All your stuff. You were one of those streets that just... Was, right, and it was only six inches in the house, but that's enough to... Oh, everything. Right. ton of damage. Yeah. Wow. So, and then my grandmother flooded too at the time, so we were just demoing houses left and right. I was sick for months afterwards. With all no. the mold and just... Really? Yeah. Are they still in the same house? No. They end up gutting it, selling it, and moving up to New Braunfels and rebuilding the lake house. Wow. So, so you went to Houston, stayed with them, Harvey hits. And I moved to Conroe, Willis. North Conroe, yeah. stayed there for three and a half years. Um, but all my projects I was currently working on were in College Station, so I was still in College Station three days a week. Yeah, construction. Yeah. Construction. Okay. And um, and then after what was that, your major at AM? Uh, agriculture economics. So what led thing? you into construction? I was I loved working my hands, and in school I was kind of like this is what I want to do. But at the time it was I need to graduate on time. Yeah. So I didn't want to. Construction science weeded me out, man. They're tough, and yeah. they got me in the first year. Yeah. So I ended up kind of taking a little victory lap and just wanted to get out of school. But during the summers and during the school year, I'd always work being a laborer for different construction companies in town. And um, so I was trying to build my resume with experience. So for you, in your opinion, having that desire to get your hands dirty, is that more important than the construction science degree? Absolutely. It is. Um, and you're in the industry, so right. you know. Right, so there's a lot to be said for experience yeah. and willingness to get your hands dirty, yeah. willingness to you know pick up a shovel. Right? Yeah, that's what it takes sometimes. That's right, man. Well, okay, so class of sixteen, that means you graduated high school in like 2012. 
Um, so background in sports, working out, high school, junior high, when did High school was my best shape of my life. I think that's how probably most people feel. But uh, played football and baseball in high school. What positions? Uh, baseball was left field, then turned into left out because uh -huh. uh, my coach was Biggio, so he had a real, a real keen eye for just leadership, and he liked my leadership. But he was like, he was a Biggio. Craig Biggio was my baseball coach in high school. The Astros, Craig Biggio. Astros, Craig Biggio. What high school? St. Thomas Catholic. I never knew he coached over there. Yeah. Is that where he transitioned after retirement? Yeah, so he has he has an older son that's one year older than me and a son one year younger than me. So he came in as a head coach when I was a freshman and he left after I left. How, I mean, okay, so I don't know, I'm, I'm from the outside perspective, but how cool or how awful. Starstruck. I mean, really? he is a, a real hard-nosed baseball guy. Like, he takes it very serious and you figure that out real quick. But, I mean, he was my favorite baseball player growing up, you know, and, and wow. still have autographs for me on the walls. And know? he coached you all throughout high school? He coached me all throughout high school. Now, when you say he was hard on you guys, did y'all... He expected, he expected a lot, because he wants you to care. He wants you to really put in the heart and effort into it, not just go through the motions. Um, and I mean, if we weren't paying attention to the dugout, we'd be like, go run the foul pole back in the middle of the game, you know? Just because, just because you're not paying attention. Discipline. You're not paying attention now. Did you guys win? Yes, we won. We always made it end up to the playoffs. We won two state championships while I was there. Wow. And I think I think you might have three. I think you had two. So when you say left out, does that mean everybody? It was. It was people? really. I, I wasn't skilled enough on a varsity level to contribute to the team other than a designated hit every now and then or if I need to go fill a position in the outfield. But I could play all the positions, I could throw the ball, but I couldn't throw it far, I couldn't throw it hard. Were um, people transferred into this, like a lot of people when he, they knew that Craig Biggio was coaching, like is that, did y'all get a lot more talent? Yes and no. St. Thomas has always been a baseball school and they've always won state championships. And they still so you're already in a competitive There's environment. like maybe one guy I think that might have come because of Biggio. Um, most of the time, it's for these small private schools. It's like a, a lineage. You know? So his son graduates and he stops coaching. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, he wanted to go watch his sons play. Yeah. All through, this, all through their pre-high school, he was always on the road playing. I wonder if they even interviewed him for the position. <laughs> well, he has, he was an assistant coach when his oldest son was a freshman. Okay. And so I think everybody knew at that point he's going to be taking over. Yeah. But I mean, it was fun because. We hosted a tournament every year, and the first game he would put in Minute Maid Park, and so we played Minute Maid. You know, so wow. there were some cool perks, and you got to see a lot of insight. And then once a year at the end of the season, you say, "All right, y'all have six questions. Ask me anything." Like close, close the doors. That's cool. And so you got to see some. What really a great insight. experience! Oh, for sure. Um, okay, football. What'd you play? Linebacker. Okay. And what was your playing weight on each? Two fifteen. Okay. That's pretty much where I just Strong, mm -hmm. fast. I was fast for my size. Yeah, um, but fit. But fit. Okay. Um, and I was way more fit when I was a freshman before I got into, um, I guess, just not eating right. You know, you kind of get older as a. So you, you ate. Know, yeah. I, I, well, I was also working out like four hours a day. You know, because I had summer programs where you work out three hours, then summer school, and then you go into more workouts in the afternoon. And then once school started, and you we got all that crazy workout stuff that it kind of that gets to you. So you were saying that your freshman year, you're in before you were in better shape. Than oh, you. I was ripped. Yeah. Really? And from the high volume of training, like, 
Um, it just more sounds like a very routine, good routine schedule. Right. Um, what, in junior high, was it similar to that? Or? Junior high, I was public school and it was not. Uh, it was a much different environment. How so? If you wanted to play, you had to just compete and will your way into it. And, but there was no actual training. It was, in middle school, being a public school, they, I guess they couldn't really enforce weightlifting at the time. And, or even training. The only training you got was running laps at practice. or. So at St. Thomas, it was part of the, the deal. athletics. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to do the right. summer program. You got to do the summer Strongly program. Strongly encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> now it's probably strongly encouraged. Back then, it was mandatory. Okay. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and so what, what did those long workouts look like at that time? Uh, all cardio, pretty much in the morning. It was running stairs, running the bayou, uh, agility on the on the football field, and then we do spend at least an hour in the weight room after that. And then I do I had summer school at the time. So did you love it? Hate it? Neutral? I loved it after the fact. Gotcha. Every morning waking up was like, oh my goodness. What time would you get up? Uh, I started at six. Or 6:30. Dude, I think that's so great, man. And you got in great shape, obviously. Right. Um, so immediate like improvement on the field right. from the fitness. I mean, play? I went from being a good fast kid in public school, I could always hold my own, to like just like fit, and it was weird. It's like this working out thing actually makes a difference. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how it works. Yeah. Funny how it works. And, and then, okay, so I'm curious how you transition into less fitness mm -hmm. as you kind of got older in sophomore year? Complacency. Can you expand on that? Yeah, so I mean in sports, at least for me, I had a, a, a stage where I was always A&M or bust, or A&M Galveston. I was never gonna go anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So if I couldn't play football there, I could be a student. So probably about junior year when you realize, all right, here's my talent level, let's be real. I'm not gonna be able to play for A&M. My talent level's not there. You kind of just go through the, start going through the motions. And you know, weightlifting, you know, getting the competitions that you used to get into with your buddies because you're doing it out of um, required by the coach instead of you're checking the box, right? And I think that's what really led to most of it. So, by your senior year, how would you define your health, fitness, shape? I mean, still in good shape because I'm, you're still running and lifting weights, but you're, you're going through the motions, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of just you're in shape, but you're still not. In your best. Is that when you your senior year when you graduated? Were you weighing about two fifteen? Like about two fifteen, two twenty. If if you have if at the time I don't know if you did this, but what would you guess your body fat percentage would be at that? I have no idea. Yeah, no idea. Well, um, okay, what happened after high school? After high school, college, and um, beer and <laughs> tailgates and <laughs> no three or four hour workouts. No workouts whatsoever. One workout was walking to class. Yeah. Yeah, that hit quick. Oh, so and, uh, when did you feel like, was it immediate? Like, did you gain 15, 20? I'm sure. I didn't yeah. pay attention to it. Yeah. And even through sophomore year, I didn't pay much attention to it. Yeah. And then dad took a picture of one time where I was paying attention. He's like, this was you two years ago. This is you now. He's like, get it together. Really? And I was like, dang. Like, because you don't realize, look in the mirror every day, you don't see it. But if you like do contrasting pictures, so I was like, dang, that is pretty bad. Yeah. And so I made a conscious effort at that point. So I started here for three months originally that I was here. But I didn't get in great shape, but I made a little more conscious effort to at least dress nicer, dress cleaner, kind of clean myself up. This would have been your junior year? Sophomore, yeah, Sophomore, junior year is yeah. when that 
the kind of starting to clean myself up yeah happened yeah and you came here back then mm -hmm. a long time ago right i mean we were same building same location everything is a little different yeah yeah, yeah a little, little that's right i always tell people it's so cool too because having people that have come and left and then come back because just like anything we're constantly trying to grow and right. evolve um and so in that season would you say you were consistent no i mean i still wasn't on par with anything any health goals that i wanted to mm -hmm. there's more or less just the conscious i know that i need to do better yeah i guess it was on my mind so you even though I, didn't, I didn't really act much on it but I, I in my mind i knew like all right you need to you need to at least clean yourself up did you weigh yourself in that time i mean prior for physicals and i think the height was like 280. 280 okay. Probably, if I, okay. if I had to guesstimate. Somewhere in that. When I started back here, I was at 270. Wow. Just a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. So giving time frame, um, we're in 2021. Mm -hmm. You're kind of referencing back to like 2014, right. 15 era. Mm -hmm. Two, 280 mm -hmm. was probably the, and then a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. 270. So walk me through what that, we'll call it 2015, 16 time frame to 2020 COVID, right, right before COVID that got you here. Five years of your life, what, what was that like? It was still complacency for the most part. Um, and then what really kicked it off was probably in 2017, I started, I joined the gym. That was like well, step one, right? In Conroe? In Conroe, okay. like Anytime Fitness. And um, it was because I was starting to be in people's weddings. And then you're like, me in suits and big does not look good. Yeah. So then it was starting to become a conscientious, conscientious effort to do that. Then it was financially a dumb idea, but I bought a ski boat and I was like, all right, motivation, if you want to be able to wait for it, you need to get in shape, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that helped. I mean, I did get in better shape. You know, I slimmed down a little bit, um, but it wasn't consistent. It was consistent for three weeks and then go off for a month or two. Did you weight. weigh yourself much in that time frame? No. Okay, so you don't even know kind of where you went down and where you came I didn't pay enough attention to it. Yeah, and then, so you joined the gym. Did it become kind of, did it stick a little bit? I mean, it stuck. Um, like I said, mostly during summer months, I'd be out there more often than yeah. wintertime. But you but weren't eating well, I'm guessing. I was trying to. I mean, I would, I would meal prep and I would, but it was like a, a, buddy, a workout buddy, you know, gave it to me. And, it worked to an extent, but I don't think I was really specified for me. So looking back now, what was missing in that season? I guess actual goals. I didn't really set an actual goal mm -hmm. to me. And for me, I need goals. Yeah. Something tangible. Yep. And I just was kind of like, I want to look like that, but you know. How do I get there? Yeah, there's no pathway to get there. That's right. Like, All right, I'm keeping this rice and chicken and and, and hope, right, hope, hope I get there. It works. Yep. Um, okay, so let, then what led you moved to College Station when? Two years ago, October. Fall of 19? So. Okay, so fall of 19, you moved back here. You, I'm assuming you dropped your Anytime Fitness. Yes, well, once the contract was up, right? Yes, yeah, that's right. And then when you came in the fall of 19, did you join a gym? No. Yeah. Where'd you Where'd you work out? Uh, well, actually, I did it. Cause I want to say when I dropped Anytime Fitness, I started back here, but that would have been spring. Right. Okay, so, so you kind of went through the holidays, mm -hmm. 
January comes. Company I was having a weigh in for a weight loss challenge, and I was like, all right, here's my chance. Oh, wow. And that's why I came and signed back up here. Okay, I mean, I remember we met in that office. Right. Um, you did a six week challenge, and give me a little bit of insight from your perspective as to what that experience was like, obviously factoring in COVID and everything. It was, uh, it was hell, but once I got the mindset right, it wasn't awful. Um, Expand on that, because I think a lot of times people, they don't, they undervalue what you just said. So what, what do you mean by getting your mindset right? Accepting the fact that I'm gonna feel hungry or accepting the fact that I'm not gonna be eating something sweet. You know, and it was probably, once you're two weeks in, I would say it's like, you know, like a three day, a seven day, and a 14 day. If you can get past the 14 day, then you're you're set, you're good, you can handle it. Um, but for me it was, you know, I did like one workout here and then we shut down. And so then I'm watching YouTube videos that Kyle posts about how to do these different movements. And I'm kind of ma making sure I do it right. And you only have, you know, a set of, what you have weight wise, I'm glad you let us take stuff over. I was on a vacation in the golf cart down the street or something. <laughs> and then, you know, then I'm, I'm driving the truck to mark off distances on my own neighborhood so I know how far to run. So there's a lot of extra work, but I think that extra work probably helped in a sense because I was having to hold myself accountable on everything. And now we have our way in here once every you know, couple weeks. Yeah. And after the first one, you see the progress, you're like, okay, even more motivation to keep going. That's right. And, um, and I mean, I still, on a Saturday, like if I had a bad meal, it's like, okay, whatever, next, you know, get back on Roll it. with it. Right. Um, how much weight did you lose in the six I lost, I think, 19 point something pounds. Wow, so you started at 280. I think I weighed at like 270. Or 270, 275 or yep. And what was your body fat percentage? I'd have to show on my charts. Okay, no, it's okay. So you 275, uh, right before COVID, where are you today? I'm hovering right around 240. Okay. And trying, I think the cost of Kyle is down to 2.30. Perfect, so you've lost and I haven't weighed since the last time I called. I try not to weigh because I don't like, I like the every six week weigh or something, but yeah. I don't like doing it every day or every week because yeah. I get mess with my mind. Yeah, well you've lost 35 pounds. Right. I mean, that's winning, right? Obviously you're in a better place today than you were at 2.75. Mm -hmm. um, so gym opens back up a year ago right now. And, yeah, what was that like for you? It was interesting because I was no longer competing with my brain, I was competing with others. Yeah. And I always wanted to come to the the most competitive class or at least get, get with somebody that I could be like, you know, I'll, I'll strive to be like that good. Yeah. Uh, and weight days, I can handle my own. Running days, I'm still the last guy back in the gym. Yeah. Uh, one day, I'm, maybe I'll get there. <laughs> so what do you love about CrossFit? It's really, I think, just the, the, the I say community is the class. Regardless of which class you go to, there's going to be similar faces, familiar faces, um, and everybody's looking out for you. Um, and at the same time, I'm always trying to compete against whoever's best in class. That's right. Um, so, so you like the competition. Right. The other people mm -hmm. kind of pushing you, mm -hmm. even though they're just pushing you in action, not in right. words. Right. Uh, in that dynamic. What about in terms of the actual uh, program, what we do in terms of the workouts themselves? You, I mean, you worked out in high school, so you're no stranger to lifting or running. You know, for somebody like you, what, what do you appreciate about the, the workouts? The creativity is always interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I never thought that you get a cardio workout of doing, you know, 
jerks or something. Yeah. Right? But yeah. There's the for wherever you find this workouts, they find a way to kill me every day. Yeah. No, I um, agree. The variety but it's, the it is the variety. And then when you come back to something that you remember and you feel a lot better about it at this time, you're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. So did you do Murph last year? I did not. Okay. Um maybe this year. Let's are you see. are you still not sure I'm about coming? Sure, what like, is your so here, yeah, this is great. Let's unpack that. What what are you feeling about it? I'm assuming you don't have anywhere you have to be Monday morning. No. <laughs> Besides probably sleeping. <laughs> so, uh, it's, uh, you, you do the many ones that we've been doing, and you're just like, God. Like, Every week we've done a training mm -hmm. for it. And so it, it puts it in perspective. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, so is it more out of feeling that you're not capable of doing probably. it? Probably. And would you not scale it? I would probably scale it. But I feel bad about scaling it. Yeah. Well, and you know, this is like probably the forever controversy in people's gyms who do Murph is you've got, you know, the only reason, in my opinion, of course, if you're out of town or if you have, but if you're feeling that way, is it's our it's our pride, right? Like our pride mm -hmm. wants to come here and do the workout as it's written and feel in our pride. And that's not just Murph. It's every day mm -hmm. that there's something written that we can't do, then our pride's like a little bothered by that. Or, and we process that as frustration and ultimately it, it prevents growth, right? So pride prevents growth. And so uh, whether or not you show up, now I'm gonna know if you yeah, no, <laughs> But I think, you know, this is like, what we've done for six weeks is just introduce this type better than last year. We did a little Murph prep in the program last year, but it was mostly at home and then we come back in the gym. But this year, I think our gym is way more prepared for Murph than ever before. And because, I mean, it's running, it's pull up, it's push ups, it's squats, it's running, you know, and it's so. Basics, but it's a lot. But another cool way to do it, and you'll have people here that will want, will want this, is partner up, mm -hmm. you know? Makes it fun, you can run the miles together. Mm -hmm. I know you're, the running's probably the most awful part. Yeah, for sure. The last miles are the worst. But. Yeah, and then you split the work in the middle. Mm -hmm. You know, and so uh, there's so many different ways, but more than anything, coming together, getting a great workout, honoring obviously um, not only Lieutenant Michael Murphy, but every person that's given and sacrificed. And for me, I think it really hit home, and I said this on one of the other podcasts, when I watched the movie Lone Survivor, and it just really kind of, it shares the character of Michael Murphy, the person, who he was, not just the character, but I, I felt like I connected with the workout even more. Yes, sir. So if you watch that movie Sunday, man, you are I'm ready. sure now I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Sure about that. <laughs> uh, okay, so you finish your six week challenge, you lose 19 pounds, where have you been since then? So it's, it's kind of a similar life story. It went from, it's always treated the correct way. Every time I weighed in and done a scan, it's always trended. Sometimes it's better, sometimes it's worse. But at least in my mind, I'm like, all right, I've trended the right way. But I'll usually go about two solid good months and then a week or two off. When you say a week or two off, is that from working out, diet? Some like both. But usually I won't be a full two weeks out, I won't show up. Maybe it's one full week, I won't show up. Or, or, or just like one workout a week for right. those two weeks. Right, just something, mm -hmm. something that in my mind I can convince myself, oh yeah, I'm trying. Is that due to external reasons more so? Most or? of the time. Yeah, busy. Most of the time it's if I don't go shopping on Sunday, then I'm not gonna have meal prep ready until maybe Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And then by then you're like, well, we're almost the weekend, might as well just wait till next Sunday. Or, yeah. Um, what makes nutrition easier for you? 
Um, simple meals, I guess. Cooked, you cook? Mm -hmm. You say you meal prep? Mm -hmm. So if, if it's gonna look, if your week's gonna be dialed in, what what does that look like for you on a meal planning? It's, uh, I've got it down to a science. You know, the first time you do it, it takes three hours. The second time, it takes two hours. Um, I just, a lot of pork chops for my, my protein, steaks for dinner, and I put mashed potatoes for post-workout. And yeah. I kind of change up vegetables every now and then just to keep something different. And do you but cook, I'm very bland. Cook, I mean, it, cook it all on the weekend? Uh, most Sunday or Sunday night or Monday. And then just mm -hmm. Tupperware and mm -hmm. prep it, and then you take it to work for lunch, and then eat it at home right. pre-made for dinner. So I'm on the road at work. It's, sometimes it's tough. I'll miss a meal because you know, I can't. Sometimes I'm, where I'm going, there's no fridge or there's no microwave. Um, so there's that aspect of it. So mashed potatoes is that just because you really love mashed potatoes? Yeah, and that's the steak best and time. potatoes. If you're gonna have them, that's when you want to have them. Steak and potatoes. Yeah. What do you pair your dinner with? Or do you work out in the evenings and then eat the mashed potatoes? Nowadays it can be at five in the morning, noon, four in the afternoon. It, uh, my current schedule has got me going crazy, so I don't know yeah. what meal to grab out of the fridge half the time. Yeah, um, and where would you say on a one to 10, 10 is when you were the most dialed in on meal prepping, zero is non-existent. Where are you at right now? Uh, right at, currently like this week or this, yeah. this cycle, if you will. Um, it's eight or nine. Oh, so it's still, I mean, it's, it's really super strong. And what do you find is a common theme when you are the most out there? It's tough because for me, it, I can, like I said, I kind of come in cycles. Um, I don't know why I do the cycles, but maybe it's because I get tired of it and I'm like, all right, take a week off, take a break. Um, but for me, it's probably just a, all right, we haven't set a new goal. Let's just, let's at least make sure we hit, you know, 75% of our meals this week. Mm. So for you, just kind of sitting down, thinking through where you want to be or what, just even verbalizing some kind of goal, whatever that is, helps you. Right. Gotcha. It's, it's simple. I'm going to be driving in the truck and all of a sudden you're just like, we've been terrible this week. Like, yeah. This week we need to hit. When you go Sunday, go to HEB, yep. and have it ready for Monday morning. And in terms of workouts, what would you say, how consistent are you? Lately, I've been really consistent. Getting my minimum four. Is um, that a goal? The goal is four, and then shooting for five. Awesome. And you've been able to do that? Four minimums, for sure. And when you do four, um, is it always at the same time, or how do you work that in? No, it, lately it's been at noon. I'm trying okay. to get it at noon just to keep something consistent. Um, and then when I was with the old company, I was at six in the morning or five in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I do it in the evening if I can't get here. Yeah. Uh, but consistently, I've been coming more and more at noon. So, what right now in your mind is kind of any goals that are hovering in your head moving forward right now? Uh, moving forward. My goals are just kind of always the same. We're trying to get to that 2.30. Mm -hmm. um, you said you met with Kyle about that. Tell me about the meeting. Uh, it was just kind of a, he was helping me essentially set goals or just kind of help me, I guess, put me on a path and get back on a path. And so we did a scan and we've done a scan, I think, every few months, uh, or three months. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's always trending the right way, some are better than others. Um, I did really well when I had COVID, so I couldn't eat and do anything anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> That, that looked good, but yeah. uh, so he uh, 
we're on the right path. And so if I get to the 230 mark by, I think it's coming up this month, but I'll be really content, really happy. And then the ultimate goal is to get down to 220, Got 215. It. And then from there, probably just um, back in your plan down. shape. Yeah, get get some more cardio built up and just kind of get real slim on that weight. Keep the muscle, keep the weight, but. What do you think it's gonna take? Just, you know, again, not timeline or anything, but you personally, what do you think it's gonna take to get you back to 215, 220? Consistent, consistency. And that's that's pretty much just starts with yourself. Mm -hmm. That's me. Yeah. The gym's open every yeah. day, right? That's the next <laughs> And in working out, diet, both, mm -hmm. is there anything else? No, um, I have found that um, if I have a lot of friends around all the time and we're always doing something, it's hard to keep the meal prep going. Mm -hmm. More accurate, you know, because let's go to dinner instead. Yeah. Um, now that I'm in more of a homebody, um, you do better. Help, right. Yeah, it does help a lot. And I, you know, I bought a house, so I'm always on the weekend. I'm, working at the house instead of going on a trip somewhere. Yeah. You know, you kind of slow down and grow up and it makes it easier to, to manage your meals. Yeah. Um, anything else other than to weight loss that you have in your radar on your head for goals or is that pretty much the, the main focus? I mean, that's the main focus for me. I'm very motivated to just grow anywhere and everywhere. Um, I like to take risks. I don't have a family, I don't have yeah. anybody to pay on me with two dogs. So if, yeah. I, if I lose out right now, it's okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm all about pushing the envelope, taking risks um, with career or with anything. What would you say you're doing to grow yourself right now? Getting uncomfortable. Yeah. And pushing. I know when I moved to Jesse's company, that was kind of a, a, a big shift and a, and, a, and a risk. I saw it as a risk. Yeah. Um, and um, so really just putting that extra pressure on myself. Yeah, and I, I would even say what you're doing here, like back when you joined the Six Week Challenge, and that was a risk, right? That's getting uncomfortable and saying, hey, I'm gonna change and kind of put myself in this environment that could work out or not, you know? Um, okay, last question I ask everybody this who comes on the podcast. The purpose, the title of this podcast and the purpose of why we do this is we believe that everybody that's coming in these doors is becoming a better version of themselves. And so for us, we state that with building better people. And, you know, it's more than push-ups, right? It's right. more than like miles that we're running and barbells that we're lifting. It's the fact that every person is coming in and because they're doing this activity, this exercise, eating better, take care of their health, they're gonna walk out of these doors and go become better. Right. How is that true for you given kind of your time, not only here, but just in the last, really, I would say decade or close to a decade with uh, feeling like you were consistent workouts and then got inconsistent and diet and everything. For me, there's the people here um, that, you know, I remember you first, when you first start, you're always, I, I think regardless of you, you're self-conscious about, you feel like you're the one sticking out. You feel like you're the one that everybody's looking at like, man, like, you're the new guy. But I've realized that in being here, you see so many new people all the time. You don't really know who's new or they're just new to your class. Yeah. So that getting past that, but it was quick and easy. Um, the guys in the five o'clock class I used to work out with were always welcoming them. Oh, let's go play beach volleyball tonight, you know? So I got over that real quick and that then turned me to do that for others when they would come in. So it was kind of a, a chain effect um, that was really cool. And so now if I don't recognize somebody, I just walk up and say, hey, 
is this your first time or are you not usually at this time? You know, and it always sparks a conversation. Um, you know, got me a new job, you know, or um, I met a guy that used to go to our rival high school in Houston, you know, so you meet everybody just talking before the workout, and then by the end of it, you're all miserable on the same. Suffer stage. together. Right, <laughs> and, and it builds, it builds a bond between people, and you can always do it around people. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.